Good morning, Malin crew. Welcome back to another edition of the Malin Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. To my right, Sally DeFreeze, who is just thrilled to be here this morning. Hey, Sally. I am thrilled to be here. I just... Uh, the baby You're eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> the baby is moving a lot, and I think it just did a somersault in me. Wow. A uh, gymnast. Yeah. Yeah, cooking up in there. It does not feel good. No. I'm not going to lie to you. So if I just pause, I think I mentioned this the other week, but if I just pause or stop talking. If we're, doing, if we're doing a BH over there? With Braxton Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm contracting, but I literally think it just fully turned in me. That's crazy. It's a wild, you'll never get to experience it, unfortunately, because you don't have a uterus. No, I don't. Sorry, I not Brett and Randy. Yeah. Uh, was not blessed with the power of uh, creation of life, unfortunately. Yeah. It's very weird to feel a human moving inside of you. I, can, uh, I, uh, I can't imagine, but it's kind of like, to me, that's, that's really cool. And like, I'm very curious about all that stuff. doesn't gross me out or weird. I'm like, that is awesome. Miracle it's, of it's life. It's cool, but I, it's like also uncomfortable. Yeah, I was going to say, it's cool when it's not the person, like you're not the person it's happening to, yeah. I would imagine. Uh, but- Home, home stretch, right? Home stretch. Here we go. Yeah. You excited? You know what I'm more excited for? Uh, the rain we're having. Oh. And the Texas beat Alabama. So the world is healing. Hook em. All the things that I've wanted have come true past week. People are saying trap game against Wyoming, though. I know. Look out for those Cowboys. Beat Tech. I know. So. We'll see. You we'll going see. to the game this weekend? No. Your husband has made a uh, a fun time out of going to Texas football games for like 20 minutes. He's going this weekend, and it's supposed to be really nice, so he'll probably stay the whole time. But That's good. I think we both decided that it's not worth me having the baby at the game. If like, you, if lifetime you did, Longhorn, but... If uh, you did, it would be such a cool story, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, you would have to name it like Daryl or... or DKR or so, you know, you'd have to do something like that. Daryl. Daryl K. Royal. Or if it's a girl like, uh, what's a, who's a famous Texas girl? I don't know. There's probably a bunch of, and then, I mean, there's a, a, a bunch of track right stars. Now. I'm trying to think of something football adjacent, but I probably not girl wise. No. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Randy, you got anything? You could just name it Earl either way. Earl? Earl Campbell. Oh, there you go. Ricky? Ricky. Ricky's a girl name, That's too. a cool girl name. I kind of, uh, I don't hate the idea of, like, a, a boy name for a girl. Yeah. We had... It's uh, pretty big right now. Shouts to the Carr sisters who, in growing up in Saratoga, they were Logan, Madison, and Tyler. All girls. We've talked about this. You have to be a specific type of hot to pull that off, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, very true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're yeah. a Logan, which I really love as a girl's name, mm -hmm. you you got to be hot, right? Like, I, you I think that's. I don't want to, uh, you know. Do you think it's like a chicken name, egg situation? But... Like, you get named Logan or Sloan or something, and then you just become hot because your name is hot, or do you think? Yeah, I think you, it is. I think it's if if you. It's get like a the nature name, nurture thing. Yeah. You like also have to grow into it, so you you already exude hot energy because you have a hot 100 percent. i kind of yeah. like the name charlie like uh top gun yeah the instructor charlie i was like i if you are extremely attractive and your name's charlie like that's yeah cool. you that's don't very cool you don't want to be like probably logan is never having logan the girls like not having an awkward teenage years face. no she is she is like Causing other girls to have the awkward yeah. teenage years. Not like in a mean way, but like, like what, how did she just skate by? I have a friend who named her daughter Sloan, and mm -hmm. like, it's perfect because she's hot. Her mm -hmm. daughter's hot. I mean, it's weird calling a two year old hot, but like, she's, she's two. <laughs> she'll be. I thought she was like, I don't know. No, she's, 15, she's not like I a guess. hot two year old, but she's going to be, she's a very beautiful two year old who okay. will be hot, you know? Okay. I, I I know what you mean. Yeah, but her parents give off hot energy too. So you just if you have like hot hot shots to hot Colin, hot Colin, hot Colin and his wife, who's also very hot. 
Just hot Katie. Chances are they're gonna have a good looking what a person. Great thing to be called. If someone calls you hot, you're just like, I don't even think I I don't think I've ever been called hot in my life. So like I wouldn't even take that as like somebody like not complimenting me. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I think some people would be like, Oh, that's kind of shallow. I'd be like, Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Give me hot Sally. I think in general, it's very hard to be called hot as a redhead. I think I think Prince Harry is probably Hang the only on a person second. that you can call hot as a redhead. Hang on a second. Because people call us like cute or like beautiful. Beautiful. Like, so oh, pretty. your skin tone is so beautiful. No one's so like delicate. <laughs> you're just delicate. No one's like the sun does you're smoking oh, hot because we're not like tan. You know? No, we're not. We're never going to get tall, dark, and handsome, Sally. No, Unfortunately, never. We're not, not once. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm like, I get. Would you call Isla Fisher hot? Is that uh, that's, Borat's wife? Um, girl no, from but you know who I, uh, 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 what's her, uh, Chastain? Jessica, Jessica Chastain. She's hot. See, I don't think hot. so. I think she's just beautiful. Huh. Okay. I'm trying to think of what other redheads would. No, Jessica Chastain. She Back is Back in the day when when Prince Harry was dating Chelsea Davies, he was hot. But he was a prince. So it's like, is he hot because he's a prince or is he hot because of his looks? Probably because he's a prince. I You couldn't call him hot now. He's balding. Oh, you know who I like? Uh, the girl in oh, – what's her name? What's her name? Hold on. I have it pulled up right here. I just uh, Amy Adams. Hot. I, I, again, don't think so. No, oh, man. I think Isla Fisher's is as close as you get because she's got, like, in the in Wedding Crashers, she's got kind of, like, crazy girl energy. Oh, of course. She's so, got, like, so the crazy. She's hot because she's crazy. The crazy hot matrix, obviously. Yeah. The, the sliding scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess as redheads, we're never going to get the the traditional hot moniker. Would you call Blake Griffin hot? But he's Blake half Griffin? black, half redhead. I don't think he's a redhead, is he? He is a redhead. His mom is a redhead. Huh. Uh, yeah, yes, he kind of is. No, he's not. He's not like a a hot guy. See, Blake Griffin used to be my hall pass. Really? Yeah. I no saw him way. one time when we were both doing the hyperbaric oxygen chamber together in L.A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I got out of mine, mm-hmm. and he was in the one next to me because you're like in this little tube. Sure, yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, it's Blake Griffin!" Because I, I was doing it in Beverly Hills when I was recovering. Shouts from my nose job. Oh yeah, people. Know oh that. yeah, you got the you got like a legit legit nose job. And a lot of random celebrities and athletes would come in too because it was in Beverly Hills. So mm-hmm. I had like seen a couple famous people, but I like you get in this little tube, and then you watch tv for like 30 minutes or however long you're of course, in the yeah. thing so i'm just watching friends like hanging out and then i huh. got out and i literally in the tube next to me was blake griffin he was like recovering from some knee or shoulder injury or something and i i just stared at him and i was like this is wild because i this is my literal hall, hall pass. pass like it could have been it could have been in that moment i mean it do you call someone a hall pass when you're not in a relationship? Because this was pre Oh, this was your single hall pass. This is my single hall pass. And I was like, should I knock? I can't talk to him because no. he's in a enclosed in a glass tube. I'm like, should I knock on it and like wave and like wait for him in the lobby? You were treating Blake Griffin like he was in a, a at an aquarium. But also like a fish I had a cast on my nose, so it was like not gonna go Hi, well. Blake. <laughs> Hi. And again, as we've established, he's not looking my way. I'm not hot. So it's like. Oh, you are hot. Get out of here, Sally. Okay, we've we've brought it full circle. Should we continue (laughs) this? Randy, any any, uh, hot redheads you can think of? Uh, Oh, yeah, but there are stars in a different realm. So not going to go into that. (laughs) Okay. Anime and or cartoon characters, he means. Oh, oh, oh. Jessica Rabbit is hot. uh, Kim Possible. Hot. And Daphne from uh, uh, Scooby-Doo, right? She's a redhead. Yeah. Oh, big time crush. I mean, Jessica Rabbit is probably the like. Totally met cartoons. The ultimate hot redhead. Yeah, that's like the one that's just, it's it's almost too aggressive. You get the vibe that her her red is not natural. She's dying her hair red. (laughs) That's a popular thing now, right? Is to to dye red a little bit. 
That was like a thing last fall, I feel like. To walk a, walk a mile in our shoes. <laughs> People just don't get it. If you don't spend decades being a ginger, you just are never going to understand. Amen. Should we start this episode? Sure. We are the Mail-In Podcast. Let's answer some questions, help you out, uh, get a laugh in maybe. Subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify, hit the hotline number 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245 or... You can write in at the link of the Twitter bio at Malin Podcast or in the description of this episode. A bunch of questions lately. Shouts to you guys. I, I have had hard time uh, paring these down because there's like 50 questions every week now. This is awesome. You're going to read the odds because there's one later on that I don't want to read. It's Deal. too long. Let's so start. You go first. Hey, guys. Speaking of baby stuff. Uh, my wife and I are expecting our first baby in January. Congratulations, guys. We're so excited and are also aware that our lives will be uh, completely changed. And some aspects of raising a kid are going to wreck our proverbial shit. Is that, is that well, uh, well, well said? Sure. Uh, we're hearing a lot of our friends who are parents tell us, quote, just wait, in reference to absolutely anything. Just wait can mean you think you're not sure about baby stuff now? Just wait. Or you dare say you're tired without a baby? Just wait. How do you not verbally or physically backhand the just wait people? We know we're going to have our lives flipped upside down, but we're also so damage sighted and it's such a buzzkill to get met with some know-it-all negativity. How can we keep our cool and focus on our excitement? Sally, are you a just wait person? No, because I got a lot of just wait to mm -hmm. me. Uh, this bugged the shit out of Will. With Fritz, when we were pregnant with Fritz. The First of all, people. congratulations. But second of all, um, and I think I've talked about this before, but there's something about pregnancy, children, any well, really any life change. Because it's same, we, we've talked about this too. When you're going through a wedding planning, mm -hmm. someone who's already had a wedding, probably me on this very podcast being gonna, like, oh, weddings are stupid. Don't do them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And I fully stand by that comment, but I also fully understand that that is kind of a bitchy thing to say to someone who's like in the throes of spending yeah, thousands honey. of dollars and hours of their life planning something. Sure. Um, I think Usually it's always coming with good intention, regardless mm -hmm. of what is happening, whether it's your wedding or your kid or your long distance relationship or you're going back to grad school or whatever it is that someone's already done that they're trying to like warn you about. Mm -hmm. That's what I had to remember. Like their, their intentions are good. They're not trying to be a dick on purpose. They're just trying to warn me of like what they did. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, but it got annoying. It really pissed me off when people be like, oh, you need to be sleeping now. You're not going to sleep later. Of course. I mean, there's also the element of like, oh, been, I've, I've been there. It's yeah. like, it's like people do that on a trip too. Like, oh, Positano. Oh yeah. Watch out. Or people like, love ruining shit for other people. It, or just telling them that, oh, I've, I did that before. I you. did that yeah, and it's like, not all it's cracked up to be, yeah. or I did that and you have to do this. Mm -hmm. And especially with parenting and especially with pregnancy, people get lots of opinions, even when they don't have killed kids themselves. Or if they have a kid, they like, I, I try to, uh, make sure that I'm like keeping myself in check when friends are asking for advice or mm -hmm. like recommendations on things because there are things that I loved when we had a baby that I'm also realized that like as much as I think sh anybody and everyone should have a Duna car seat slash stroller. Thank you. It's a car seat or it's a stroller that pops into a car seat. Tight. It's the best. Yeah. But that is not for everyone. And yeah. as much as I try to push that on everyone like I'm a freaking salesman for them. At the end of the day, non-spawn. If they every, want to, though, please let me know. Yeah, Duna, please let us know. Uh, at the end of the day, everyone's experience is different, so you mm -hmm. have to really respect that. And it's, I think, once you've gone through it, especially if it bothered you, it makes you more cognizant of it for the next time. So, because people were doing that to Will and I, when my friends got pregnant for the first time, I was really trying to just be like, okay, I'm going to be supportive. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say anything like. 
just oh, wait. Uh, just wait. Or like, well, sleepless nights. Da, da, da. There truly is nothing, no amount of classes, conversations with friends, et cetera, that prepare you for the first two weeks of raising a human. Uh, I, I think I've already like forgotten about it and I'm kind of terrified to go through it again. Mm -hmm. But you also have to remember like millions of people, billions of people billions. have been doing this. I, that was, that was exactly what I was about to say. Like this has happened billions upon billions of times. Like you, you're, you're innately wired to figure it out. Right. And I think With the people without who are shocked um, and the, who become the just way people are the people who were really pushing against the change. I think for Will and I and a lot of parents, it's like I'm fully aware, like this listener, uh, fully aware that having a baby is going to change my life. Mm -hmm. But then it also like it just becomes like another thing you have. Like it's not the end of the world to have a kid. You're not going to like kill your social life. You're not going to like we still go out and see friends. Yeah. There's like a little extra step of finding a babysitter, but it's like it's like any new thing in life. It's like getting a new job or going back to school or whatever. You just adjust to it and keep going. And so as much as it's really annoying for people to tell you just wait or God, your your mother and your mother-in-law are going to have so many freaking opinions about how you swaddle the baby. And we never did that. And we didn't care about whether you had screen time and da 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 Who cares? The, you will never find peace being a parent if you compare yourself to people on social media, to your friends, to your uh, siblings. Like it, Lily and I had kids at the same time. Mm -hmm. And even we do a lot of the stuff the same, but even when we start comparing and I get like in my head about how she's raising her son versus how I'm raising my son, it's like you do what works for you. You're probably a better parent than yeah. your parents were to you. And like you just let it be. I think it's it's easy to compare too, right? Yeah. Like it's 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 so I think about you and Lily, like how could you not? Well, and, and, it, and we all live in a society where we just are constantly comparing yeah, and, and with half people. of it you know or part of it is i'm sure it's like well can i be doing something better or oh that's a good idea or like oh i disagree with that or there's so many like it's it's way too easy to and and you don't want to be in this isolated like lane of just doing it all yourself right. and no help and like i'm right all the time because it's just it doesn't work like that so it, I, I think about when you talk about the parents and the in-laws and the sisters and the, and the people that have opinions it's just at some point you just do it. Just shut them out yeah. and just know just that do it. you won't be that person either. Mm -hmm. Know that they're, they really are. When your mom is telling you that like we never swaddled you or you slept on your backs or whatever. <laughs> it's like you all, just, there's also like just years upon years know of that research. That was that, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, a generation. And it, everyone has an opinion and yeah. their opinion might not be right. And you just, you've got to start letting that stuff slide off because mm -hmm. people, are going to, it starts with pregnancy. People have an opinion about how you're carrying your baby and how big you look and da, 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 and commenting about your body unnecessarily. And then you have the baby and everyone has a comment about, everyone has a comment about everything. It's just better. you mm. In general in life, it's better to just let shit slide off. And that's really hard to do. Yeah. It's, let shit slide off. Just let it. I let, uh, Pretty much every question we, we do on the show, and I love doing this show, Ends with like a six word, just, let, just answer, like yeah. communicate better, let stuff go. Yeah. Uh, uh, talk to your partner. Like, right. Yeah. But it's, it's hard. We need constant reminders because we're human. And like, I probably, as mm -hmm. I've answered this question, will get on Instagram later and then convince myself that my baby is going to be autistic because I took Tylenol once during this pregnancy. Right. Like you just. Yeah. We con we're at a constant battle with our own mind of like you got to chill out. That's why I golf, Sally. Yeah, that's why I golf. Uh, that's you know, why I cook. There you go. Speaking of cooking, look at that segue, Sally over here. Really great on the transitions. Familiar like with uh, familiar with Green Chef, Sally. I am. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. They make eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. 
Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. I love Green Chef, Sally. Green Chef has taught me to be a, a, a chef, period. They've taught me to embrace the kitchen rather than uh, like make buffalo chicken tacos every other night because they make it fun. They make it easy. They give you the tools to be your own boss is what they really do because they deliver your, your meals in a little like bucket kind of thing. Yeah. And it's so you feel like you have gone to the grocery store. You feel like you have picked things out that are going to be healthy. And then you make the meals with, with easy to follow directions. Yeah. You want to know what's on their menu this week? Yeah, I do. I'm actually need to, this is on my to-do list, make Ooh. sure that I pick out our menus for when we're postpartum. Ooh. This is my, actually, this is a great, like. This is so easy because you don't have any, you don't have to put any thought into it. Yeah. You can just, personally, I find cooking very therapeutic. And so like making mm -hmm. the meal itself makes me feel better. And it does make me feel healthier, but it's really nice to have someone just be able to go on and click what I'm going to want. Boom. And yeah. then I don't have to like sit here and have a newborn and try to think of like what I'm going to go buy from the store. Yeah. You don't have to make a list. You don't have to be like, well, that's going to go bad if I buy this. How about some pesto chicken chopped salad? Delightful. Fig and prosciutto pita pizzas? Wow. Just in time for fall. That sounds fantastic. Maybe have mushroom and ricotta frittata with pesto for breakfast, for brekkie. Or breakfast for dinner. Or breakfast for dinner. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of the peanut chicken with udon noodles. A little Asian flair. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so good. I like their flatbreads a lot. They're, they're, they're very fantastic. easy. And they always come out looking like restaurant quality. 100%. 100%. They deliver everything you need to eat clean the easy way this September. Fill your best with nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and taste great, too. Uh, here's the deal, Sally. Go to greenchef.com slash 60mail, okay? And use code 60mail to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, go to greenchef.com, Randy, slash 60mail and use code 60mail to get 60% off plus Free shipping, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. You next want to one? Do the next one? Yeah. Okay. Am I a scumbag friend for expecting my other friends to reach out to me and make plans versus me reaching out to them to make plans? Uh, spoiler alert, yes. For context, I probably have the most consistent and easiest schedule to deal with. I work the same hours every day, every week. It's your typical eight to five. I do not have kids, so there's no evening sports or kid events that take up my time. I also don't have a pet that I need to get home and feed or let out. I have hobbies, but they almost exclusively consist of golf or playing video games. Many of my friends have varying work schedules or have other after work responsibilities through the week than I do. I have noticed over the past couple of years that I have decreasingly been the one to reach out to friends to ask to hang out. I think when I used to be the one to reach out to friends, I got turned down a lot due to their schedules, not lining up with mine. In my head, since I have the most stable schedule, it's just easier for everyone to figure out their own schedules and then reach out to me if they have available time, since I'm almost always available anytime after 5 p.m. Is this a dirtbag friend move? If it is, do you have any tips for me to initiate plans more with friends with more hectic schedules? Mr. Consistency over here. This okay. dude is routine. He's routine, and he his argument is that other people's lives are not routine. So, so why why get on him. beaten down by the by the constant nose because somebody has to let Jimmy outside or or take Chelsea to the store or something like right. that? Right. Uh, you're not a dirt bag, but you that this is lazy. You, yeah, it, it's you are arguably the most well-equipped person Correct. to initiate these I, things. I agree. And I understand that like you, getting nose back from friends is tiresome, but they also don't have to be nine-person hangs every week. Right. Uh, here's the deal. When you are out of college and you can't just text someone or walk down the hall and be like, hey, you want to have smoke a beer? Weed. Or smoke weed or do whatever. Mm -hmm. 
your life becomes instantly more difficult because you have to like account for having a job, living 15 minutes away, et cetera. So, and, or having friends that live out of town and then coordinating anytime they come in town. And people get butthurt about this because I think when they first leave college, everyone's like, I'm going to be such a good friend. I'm going to keep up with everyone. I'm going to call all my friends once a week and I'm just going to like text them and I'm going to know what's going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. And then that dies down as everyone gets alive and like settles into their routine and gets a significant other or a dog or has a kid or has to work late and works 80 hours a week, et cetera. Life gets in the way. Mm -hmm. To uh, coming from someone who got upset about this kind of stuff, because I always felt like I was the one reaching out, know that probably every one of your other friends also feels like they're the one who's reaching out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, this guy's just straight up acknowledging that he's not doing anything. Be, be the initiator. If you're like, that can be your friend responsibility. What I would, a uh, tip I would give is try to get something that's standing. Like right. he said, he mentions golf. Have a standing like Tuesday nine in the afternoon after five. Yeah. Or if you can't do that, have a standing video game. Like Randy has a great thing, right? You have a video game, a standing video game thing with your buddies, <laughs> it's right? Dungeons and Dragons. It's not a video game. It's tabletop role playing. Brett, get it right. Okay. Tabletop role playing. I, uh, I, Randy's been no stranger to that. That's that's part of becoming an adult <laughs> is like learning that. People, first of all, people are inherently selfish. So the reason that no one's reaching out to this guy because they're like, oh, he's so consistent and we know he's always off after five because no one's thinking about you. Because they have the, the they're stu- dealing the with their stuff own shit. that you are blaming on not being able to hang out. They, right. They're doing that. Like it's just it's, you are in the position to be the guy that is knocking on the door like – can we get can we get three people for the Thursday night NFL game? We're gonna have three beers and everybody's gonna go home. Yeah. This again goes back to like every question could be answered like this. Anytime you're thinking about like, well, what is this person thinking? They are thinking about themselves. People are inherently selfish. All they care about is themselves. And it's not even it, not even in a, a bad way. Necessarily. No, they're just, they're just, it's just like people are thinking about their own shit your, that they have to do, their own work deadlines, their own grocery lists, their own trips very rarely and i know we're all trying to be good friends but like even at this point in my life i'm like props to me for remembering people's birthdays at this point and that's yeah. as you get older you're like don't give a shit that they didn't text me because like i did not remember their birthday totally yeah I, if i if i catch it on PM. somebody else's instagram story i'm like oh shit okay great got it thank god that that's hitting it like a 40 percent clip yeah so in general, every single person in this room, in the world, et cetera, who has friends has got to let go of the notion of like a tit for tat. I ask you to do something. You need to ask me, et cetera. The abacus system. Of yeah. Like, we're it's gonna, dumb. Yeah. Point based. I totally agree with you. Having standing stuff, especially when uh, you have all have different lives, uh, it makes it a lot easier. We've realized like – even hanging out with my sister and brother-in-law who have a child that's the same age as my child, mm-hmm. it's still a pain in the ass to like, and they're like my first go-to of like, Hey, you want to hang out? Like sure. get the boys together. You got, I like what you did with the Wednesday swim, right? Swim, swim club. Swim we, club. Wednesday we go over there. Can I get a t-shirt? Yeah. We actually need to make some merch. That's a good idea. Okay. We go over there. We have dinner together. The kids swim. We catch up. And then we don't feel guilty if we like miss, you know, if I have to say no to the Matzel Rancho invite, you know, because mm-hmm. totally. we're seeing each other once a week. Yep. The same goes for anytime you're trying to plan a group trip. Stop. Stop trying to make sure everyone can go pick a weekend with like one other person and then yep. send out a group email and say, we're going to Cabo. Would you like to join us? This is the day we're thinking. Da, da, da. Because once you start... Hey, let's try to match up. Yeah, you just hey, I'm available Friday for beers. You want to come? I see it with bachelor parties a lot. Yeah, where it's you want you want the 18 guys all there. Yeah, they're not all coming at this point. Maybe if we're 23 and everybody's got the one thing on their mind. Yeah, it's easier. Like we're gonna go booze and play golf. Yeah, but now it's totally different. So it's like I'll end this question by saying. No, you're not a scumbag friend, but treat it as an opportunity, as yeah. the routine friend. 
to be able to get these people together that have crazier lives than you do. And don't d- get discouraged when people tell you yeah. no. Just and don't, keep right. trying. Just no keep one's, trying. No one's being like, God, Tom won't leave us alone. Fucking just, Lance back at it again with his, yeah, his like, texts. A lot of times they're going to be like, oh, like great idea. Let's hang out. Yeah. Or, and then you, if you shoot them a text like, hey, let's let's start – you want to golf on Saturday and they'll be like, Hey, can't, but like, what if we did something Tuesday night? Sure. Yeah. And otherwise yeah. you wouldn't have even known that they were available Tuesday because you'd never reached out in the first place. And they probably have shit going on in their lives that they didn't realize they were free on Tuesday until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the turning weekdays, school nights more into a hangout time versus trying to cram things in from like Thursday to Sunday? I like that. I think as an adult, unless you have like a really stressful job or you mm-hmm. like have to, I mean, I, I used to not do that cause I would get up early and I don't, uh, okay. I don't like, don't want to like be out. I'm not talking like blowing but, rails at dirty bills until 2am. I'm like one, exactly one, like literally one glass yeah. of wine. And then your 64 minute hangout is like boom, yeah. done. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy that on like a, Tuesday or a Thursday or something like that. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a, an all-nighter. Let's do the next one, Sal. I think you're reading. Oh, it's me. Hey, Brett and Sally. Uh, question. Should I tell my girlfriend the reason her parents got a divorce? Here's the backstory. story. Uh, my girlfriend's parents got divorced about 10 years ago, and it was a bitter separation that they were both holding on to, and turns out that her father left her mother. I recently met with her father to ask for his blessing on proposing to his daughter. It went great, but during our conversation, he proceeds to tell me all about why his marriage failed and his views on why he did what he did. Uh, He also expressly said that this conversation was only between us and he did not want anything shared. I won't go into the details, but it was full of points that my girlfriend is not aware of uh, or she has never told me about it and answered some questions she had always wondered about. She has always said she's unsure of the root cause of the divorce, and her dad filled me in about said details. Since my girlfriend does not know these details that she's always wondered about, do I tell her and help remove this weight-slash-curiosity that she has had for years, or do I keep my future father-in-law's trust and keep what he said between us? Any help you can give on this conundrum would be greatly appreciated. I, I have a pretty concrete opinion here. Okay, go for it. I don't think you should tell her, but I think you should encourage her to talk to her father about it. I think you should, not even like teasing her with, I know this information, you should go try to find it out. But I don't think you can be the one to tell her something that her dad needs to tell her. Yeah. And it's on him to do so. And I think he should obviously tell his daughter the, what's happened. Um, and I think his daughter should be encouraged to ask. And I don't think you can be the one to tell her that. That's great advice because I was going to say he should tell her. I figured you would. <laughs> but I once you said that, I was like, that's a great point. I think – here's how I feel about it. I. I do think she obviously deserves to know. It sounds mm-hmm. like maybe the dad cheated on the mom, probably. Something along those lines. I'm right. not speculating, but. Like, does he have a second family? Like, you know? Could. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I also think, though, that it's important. This is a different situation than, like, your friend finding out mm-hmm. and not telling you versus, like, yeah, this is a, a this is family. Like, this is like you heart. Yeah, you are going to be intimately involved with this person and her family for the rest of her life. Correct, because you're going to get married to her. So, I think that it's. I wish that he would have had the foresight when the dad was out, like talking to him, to be like, "Hey, you've said some stuff." I appreciate you confiding in me, but you need to tell your daughter this because honestly starting a relationship, starting a marriage with that kind of weight and secrecy and guilt of keeping the secret is not healthy. 
No. And it, it sucks because now this guy has all of that. It's not like he asked for it or he did anything specific. He just got told something and then was like, oh, well, shit. Like, mm -hmm. um, and it's not like you're not, I don't even think you're really breaching trust with your fiance here. Like, you were told something, and right? You, and you're not like implicitly hiding it, right? You're just, maybe you start trying to encourage, I, I don't know, encourage her to ask about it. Like when she brings up something about wondering, just say, why don't, why don't we ask him or like, yeah. I'll go with like, you know, some, some sort of like team effort here, but I think it needs to be between the dad and the daughter. Yeah. Personally. I agree with that. I think, I think it's not this guy's responsibility to like lay all the facts out that he wasn't there, you know? Correct. Yeah. 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 But I also, is there any scenario where like she, you have to go back to the dad and be like, I think you need to talk to your daughter. Yeah. If she asks, do you know? Yeah. And you have to like, you, you don't want to lie, but you, you don't want to say like, yeah, here, by the way, here's everything about it. Yeah. You can say, um, you know, I, I've, have I don't I don't even know how you approach if she asks you directly, um, w except being like you need to talk to your dad, yeah, and encouraging her to do so, and in trying to encourage him to tell, yeah, like I don't know what the relationship with this with the dad. It doesn't sound like it's like super strong, yeah. But maybe maybe encourage just say, hey, your your daughter's been wondering about this for a long time, and, and it's I don't hard think for she, us to like enter a marriage when she doesn't yeah. know why her parents' marriage imploded. Yeah, and and it's one of those things like. Your daughter's going to forgive you or love you or there's it's not going to ruin yeah. the family. It's just like she needs to know. Yeah. Like you you had the confidence to tell me I'm not going to be the one to share that information, but encouraging him to say, hey, it's it's gonna be better for everybody involved if you are able to to do this. Yeah. That's messy. I don't it's tough that. for sure. Um what's not tough is liquid IV. It's just, it's just straightforward, Sally. Proper functional hydration is essential. And Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You know that? I did not know that. Their hydration multiplier is one of the uh, is one product you're missing out on in your daily routine. Use it first thing in the morning for a workout. When you feel run down in the afternoon or after a night out with friends. Liquid IV is your partner in crime, Sally. Perhaps during a BH, pop some liquid IV. I don't think that's anything to do with that. But Actually, Braxton Hicks do have to do with being dehydrated. You have them more often. How about that? With just one stick, you can hydrate real life two times faster than water alone. Plus, get essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes as leading sports drinks. They also come in 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Randy, you could be uh, happy to know. In my car, I got a big old bag of liquid IV for you, buddy. Oh, heck yes. What's we, your favorite uh, What's your favorite flavor? Uh, Concord grape, Concord, for sure. That's, it's also mine. The DeFreeze family messes it, with some Concord it, grape. It's stuff. amazing, but my roommate just goes through it. He's a first responder, and in these Texas summers, he's going through so much of it, so we wow. need some back at our place. Guess what? Got some sugar-free in the mix, too. Ooh, some of that white peach. White peach, Randy. Oh. Sugar-free white peach. I am a big fan of using it, um, mostly in the afternoon when I'm just feeling down, out, need a kick. Uh, their energy, their matcha blend is great. Uh, morning after a night out, just get some electrolytes back in the system. Really good situation there, Sally. Real people, real flavor. Real hydrating. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 20% off anything when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. Next one, Sally. This one's me. Okay. Hey, I met up with an ex slash friends with benefits this week. We haven't seen each other in two years and have had some insane chemistry, but she is engaged. Like, I would be upset if I was her fiancé by the way we were dancing. I always considered her one the one that got away. We never 
lived close enough to each other to have actually dated. She was telling me she's going to invite me to her wedding. Do I ever tell her how I feel or do I let that shit go? Oh, boy. I have two scenarios. Okay. Scenario one, you have missed the boat. You have missed your chance. Have a nice life. She's very much engaged, very much doing her thing, and you just never told her your feelings or, or whatever it might have been, and you need to let it go. Yeah. Scenario two, you basically have however long till she's married to tell her something. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know whether to advocate for either one. I don't know enough about this relationship. I don't know what does the friends with benefits mean? What does the ex mean? Like, did you date date? Was it years long? Is it, you know, I, right. I need more context here. Is it truly, would you have dated if you lived in the same place? Would you have, is, was there a future? I just, I need to know more before I can confidently say whether I would even think about saying something here. I agree. Normally I take the, um, or actually, a few years ago, I would have taken the like tell her mm -hmm. live the romance novel life. Yeah, there's like the the Disney version. Yeah, yeah, live the like the rom com version where you show up and you like sweep her off her feet and whatever. Mm -hmm. I think the cynical part of me is like, do you do you want to invest a future in someone who's engaged and then we'll just leave her fiance for someone else? There, yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. Angle. Like that sounds awful. Cause obviously it happened. It's probably happened in the past. And sure. It worked out great. But again, I, the vibe I'm getting from this question is that she kind of was the one that got away and he maybe had more feelings for her than she ever had for him. So, I think telling her is only going to give her more power to like keep you on the hook. You know what I'm saying? Like a girl that a girl that's engaged that's apparently grinding with you. I'll just say this probably this sounds like a wedding they both were at. And then they, and then it's like I'm going to invite you to the wedding yeah. is kind of probably getting off on the fact that um you are into her. Mm, okay. And that like she's still got it cuz she's probably not probably. She's in love with her fiance, gonna gonna marry him, but like having attention from another guy's never hurt anybody. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. So I think that many people have been in relationships or situations like this, usually when you're younger, I feel like because people like attention and being being told or being treated like mm. like, oh, I'm into you. Maybe we she's a redhead. Maybe she's a redhead. Uh is it always feels nice. You know what I'm saying? Of so course, yeah. that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from this, but I agree with you. I don't think without knowing the full context, like if you were only friends with benefits, you absolutely then, then, then the, then the, cannot hey, say anything. Move on. Right. If you were a, maybe a multi-year ex and it's like, I, I, I don't, it, maybe the only reason it never worked was because you were in separate right. places. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But like people are exes for a reason, sure. You know, totally. like why did it not work out, mm -hmm. and why? I think I think too. Sometimes people conflate like they they confuse the whole like oh, would you be feeling this way about her? Feel like you needed to say something if she wasn't engaged and gonna get married? You know? Mm. Oh, I see. Is there like like is uh, this pressure on pressure the, like a, a more immediate? Like would you just let it simmer and sit? Right. Otherwise. And the or answer is, is something yes. you've been feeling for years and then you had the opportunity to tell her while y'all were grinding at a wedding, but you didn't. Mm. But like, or is this something you didn't think about and then you saw each other were dancing inappropriately? Then you're like, actually, I should probably, like, I really liked her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally do. There's just a lot of factors here that a I don't feel like I can like, I'm leaning towards don't tell her and don't go to the wedding. Yeah, but I'm, tr I, I'm truly again, down the middle without know, without knowing more. I don't know more context. Tell yeah, us more. I, I I don't even know. Like, how do you give even, us a follow up? Do you do you just text her? Be like, hey, bef like, if you were to tell her, 
or do you have to do like i don't know i don't even you know how you do that for that kind yeah, of thing make a call yeah give us more context okay talking about context the person the next question gave us almost too much context we have a lot of context here so i pared it down a little bit but it's still a little bit of a long one please forgive me dear brett sally and whomst ever is filling in for somebody call that randy i moved to phoenix about four and a half years ago Fell in quickly with one of my coworkers and got indoctrinated into her friend group of people who went to ASU, townies, etc. There was a girl in the core group that had been in a very long and bad relationship. My coworker wanted to set us up, so we went on a date. That went fine, but during the course of the date, I found some things I'm not a fan of, like hard drug use. Uh, she said she has done so many shrooms. It gave her permanent dyslexia, and I had to read the small print for her. Is that a thing, Sally? Doing too many mushrooms so you become dyslexic? I, I don't think so. Uh, she had a lack of professional ambition, etc. Regardless, we parted ways, not wanting to explore that any further, and it was amicable, or so I thought. Over the years, we were friendly to each other, gone on multiple trips with this friend group, and even hung out one-on-one -on -one this summer without incident, for the most part. Occasionally, there will be some big incident, mainly when we've all been drinking, i.e. her yelling that I have a small penis at the top of her lungs outside a venue waiting for an Uber, which she hasn't seen, or even saying the N-word when I was FaceTiming my friend and then acting like he's trying to cancel her and she was the victim when he was upset. Whenever she's been drinking, even if I'm not there, she will harass me. Or go in the group chat trying to start a fight, saying that I'm constantly making fun of her or text me repeatedly to figure it the fuck out. <laughs> My friends in the group uh, tried to tell her I'm not singling anybody out to no avail. And if she touched me directly, anything I respond to that's not along the lines of, you're right, I've had an evil agenda this whole time, I'm a villain, I get told I'm gaslighting. The reason I brought up the date earlier is because she mentioned it to her friend earlier this month out of the blue. The only situation I can think of is to block her for the time being, so I'm not constantly harassed, but obviously this does not solve the problem of her being a core part of the friend group and vice versa and seeing each other in person. How do I navigate this? Was blocking a good idea or will that only exacerbate the issue? Any insight would be helpful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As a... Uh, I just think of like, you know, outside the, like an Olympic, uh, like an Olympic training center. There's all the flags of the countries. Just picture this girl, and they're just all red. Yeah, just, it's just like red flag, red flag nation. Hey, okay. With all due respect, what to, the fuck to this person? Yeah. You honestly also seem like you're dramatic too. Oh, he's playing into this. He's probably not. Okay? okay. It sounds like this girl has some issues. Yeah. Uh, she clear lots of red flags. She was in a bad relationship. She apparently does so many shrooms she can't read anymore. <laughs> I, would you call shrooms a hard drug? No. Okay. Uh, I also, I've, I've never, I don't think that's anywhere true. She just kind of sounds like she's trashy and a hot mess. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Uh, he sounds like he might have gone on a date with her and then maybe she caught feelings and has like I was going to say. It, it sounds to me like she probably resents him a little bit. There's a then, little like Helga Pataki yes, from Hey Arnold. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm harassing you because I either liked you or do like you and you didn't like me back. Okay. I, I don't know how much to glean from this question but first of all if there's any any at all anything you're doing this being the the person who wrote the question that has confused her further post date so i'm talking about did you accidentally make out one time mm. have you exchanged flirty text messages have you done shrooms together have you done shrooms together maybe hanging out one on one's not a good idea mhm mm Maybe she's just full-blown crazy and, like, is fully in love with you and you're not doing any of those things. But if there's a mm. chance that you are, 
I'm not trying to blame you. Stop doing that immediately. Like absolutely take out any sort of romantic notion she could ever have in her head. Okay. Were, when you were in your, your pining phase, Sally, uh, would you ever stream that the person you were pining over has a small penis while waiting for an Uber outside a bar? <laughs> no. Okay. But, but when you are having unrequited love feelings for someone and they scorn you, mm. it's very easy to get drunk and shit talk them to your friends. Hell hath no fury, Sally. Yes. She sounds immature. Unfortunately... The best way to deal with immature people or people who are crazy is to fully ignore them. Do yes. I think blocking her is the answer? Uh, I say no, because if she is truly a part of this friend group and you are truly a part of this friend group, that is only going that's to... That's going to create more drama. Correct. That, like he mentioned, exacerbate the issue. Yes, that will exacerbate the issue. This is just, a, a to me, like kind of a soft mute. Yeah. I would just... Ignore everything she says. Honestly, if you are acting with the best intentions, you're just going about your life and she's being crazy, people are going to see that, right? Like Correct. people, yeah. your friends already know that she's crazy. That's why I say if there's any part of you that has exchanged a flirty text message with her, like been grinding with her at the dance floor, dirty bills, mm -hmm. done shrooms with her, et cetera, stop that now. Because that's only going to confuse her more, and it's going to lead your friends to be like, well, you kind of asked for it, okay? But mm -hmm. if if truly if none of that's going on or you stop all of that, just, yeah, slow mute. Just, just ignore. Just like, slow mute and... It, honestly, I would start removing myself from situations she's in. Sure, I, yeah. I know that that kind of goes against like you you're trying to like continue your friendships with the rest of the group but there may be times where like y'all are all out together and she's getting drunk where you're just like I got to go home right cuz yeah. like think about what's going to happen if you ever bring a girl around oh god you know so the the next few months of your life need to be making it very clear that you want nothing to do with her mm -hmm. and not in a rude way and not in a dramatic way and not in a like text her back. I, I wouldn't even. Not like, it, like not turning your back to her if she's like, hey, how are you? Right. Like, just... I would just, if she starts texting you shit to figure it the fuck out or whatever, I wouldn't even respond. And mm -hmm. it, you don't have to not ghost her. Just be like, okay, Sarah. I'm really yeah. sorry if I did something that hurt your feelings. Yeah, just just kind of like the, and it's not like a defeated attitude, but it's right. just like like I'm the guns are the guns are away. Like yeah, the the, can, do, the shields are off. You don't have to be an like, asshole. You don't have to yeah. prove a point. All you have to do is like either say I'm sorry that you feel this way. Yeah. Or or just literally ignore her. Just fully ignore her. Uh, don't don't be sarcastic. Don't give her the K. I was gonna say he. Mentioned in some of the stuff that I took out of this question, mentioned being like, "Yeah, I can be a, an asshole or something, something along the lines of like, yeah, I can, I can fire back in the group text. Just don't just do don't, that. Yeah. Just stop. It's not worth it because honestly, everyone else that, that's in the group is just watching the drama unfold, and they probably enjoy it. Encourage it, right? Like, I'm sure some yeah. of the guys think it's funny. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's it's so much better to just have the drama out of your life. So stop engaging. Mm -hmm. If she's at it, if if y'all are all out and she's starting to get really drunk, just be like, just remove yourself. And you don't have to t be dramatic about it. Like, I got to go home. Sarah's just losing her shit. Right. Just excuse hey, yourself go and home. go home. Mm -hmm. And then just and be the low drama person because everyone will see that and respect you for it. And it's only going to make her look crazier. And then she won't have anything to hold against you anymore. Yeah. Put the pressure on her via the the group effort. Yeah. By being a pacifist. Because if she, yeah, if you're a pacifist and you're just being Switzerland and she's acting like a psycho, like people Nazi are Germany, just perhaps. or Vladimir Putin, they're gonna be like, well, this girl is bonkers. Yeah. But like up until now, they've had an excuse. They're like, well, he's kind of being a dick to her. Mm -hmm. You know. Totally. Totally. Easy. Easy. Just put the put the swords away. And see how and it, how it, it sucks because you're all in the same friend group, but you can still hang out. And then the yeah. second that she starts acting up, just remove yourself. Pacify. Yeah. 
Last one, Sally. How to throw a successful Halloween party. Food, drinks, games, ideas, and more. Oh, boy. <laughs> Talking Halloween. Wow. As the proprietor did you, did of the... Did you uh, put this question in for yourself? Uh, did to not. To just brag no, about your no. own... The Merriman Spooky Monster Bash? Why would I ever Do brag about it? brag that? about it? You did. I, I did not. You, okay. Sure. Sure. T sure. Tell us all about your your successful Halloween party. I'm just saying, the the... the the key to a Halloween party is ample food, ample drinks. Well, really, any party. Yeah. You don't want people to be any holiday, any themed any party. Themed party. Well, any party, but yeah. I think when you have a themed party, it's important to have one themed cocktail if you can swing it. Yep. Because that makes it fun. It's like kind of like oh, we have a whatever. I don't know. What's like a typical Halloween drink? Spooky blood punch. Oh, you have the dry eyes and stuff. I, I'm more of a Christmas party gal, so I, I'm like thinking back to like we would always do like spice rum, apple cider. Mm, or like, or a, like, uh, a, like a, a peppermint Christmas, schnapps, hot chocolate, or a... Christmas sangria, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. a Christmas sangria, a poinsettia. I think that's, mm. a, a, that's like a mimosa, but with cranberry juice. I just know it as the plant. Yeah. Anyway, having one, a little batch cocktail, probably it sucks, but people get excited about yeah. that shit. Who Can't cares? go wrong with batch cocktails. Last year we did we did like blood punch, ooh, and it was just basically jungle juice. Yeah. It was like brut vodka, brut rum, brut fruit punch, Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Randy made it actually. And then <laughs> and then you ever you know, BYOB or you I mean, as the host, you get a ton of beer. Lots of wine. Uh, semantic stuff. Game ideas, you know, you, you, it's tough to get everybody around. The, like, we're going to play charades. Like, have have a have a pong table that can either be flip-cupped or stack-cupped or beer-ponged or beer-dyed. Just kind of, like, off in the distance that people yeah. can congregate around. Uh, have a central location where people have access to food, drinks, and, like, the flow is good. Um, decorate. To your heart's content. Decoration uh, is the biggest part. I, I agree. I, I, think I think so too. I think but that's like setting the scene. Because you scene. don't you don't want to enter a Halloween party that is just like it's a costume a party <laughs> in someone's living room that like yeah they have like one jack o' lantern and you're like oh, the, those, okay those fake spider webs and just some green and purple lights go such a long they way. do I they totally do. agree because the, again you, nothing is more uncomfortable than showing up in a costume to full bright lights. Oh, like that, yeah. The turn the light. That goes for many, many parties. Turn the lights off. Like light yeah. your light your house somewhere. I don't even turn my lights on. Pure. I just have uplit stuff in general. Right, but turn like have off. have some jack lanterns. Have some you know string lights. Yes. Set the scene. Don't let people walk into your house. And full bright lights. Another thing with a party. I like providing, like I think I had like five or six bottles of cheap wine. And a bottle of like tequila. Yeah. Now, if, if people really want like fucking good stuff, have them bring it. Provide some light beers, provide some like one of something. But if if you can, you can BYOB it and people are going to understand. They're not going to be like, ooh, I have to bring booze to a Halloween party. Well, no. most adults at this point, if, if they're picky about alcohol, they'll are going to just they'll do bring anyway. their own yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Have some like base liquor, some like vodka, some tequila, a couple mixers. But you, yep. yeah, you're not like in charge of like having a full blown cocktail set up. Mm -hmm. Maybe enlist the help of a friend to decorate, perhaps. And maybe they'll show up like three or four hours after they said they were going to. Huh. Who would have thought? Was Demon Dome last year? Demon Dome was last year. Demodome. I am, I don't even know what I'm going to do this year. I can't, I can't top that one. I've been actually getting served a lot of just do it do uh do it yourself Halloween decorations on TikTok. So if you can get on that algorithm, they just like do a lot of dollar store decorations. Yeah, really? I saw like a really cool chandelier well, if you, made for fifteen dollars. My house is your canvas. If you'd like to, wow. Uh, I thought about getting the should twelve we, foot skeleton to put in my we, living room. You know that there's a Facebook group for the people who are owners of the twelve foot skeleton. I may have to join. It's I, like my, sixty thousand strong. My only problem is I don't have anywhere to put it when it's not like it's a, it's my apartment. I just have a, a unique don't. apartment that has the highest ceiling. Well, you could just decorate the skeleton year round. 
uh, the skeletons like my Christmas tree. Yeah. That's weird. I can't do that. Do you uh, want me to show up with our newborn for Oh, absolutely. Merriment? I would like uh, I would encourage you to have your newborn be a part of your costume. Perhaps like a football and you're the No, I think I think Bane and Fritz we we're we're coming up with some costume ideas. Fritz okay. isn't like opinionated enough right now to like pick out his costume, but he also is opinionated enough to care what I put uh, him in. So he might literally only go as a soccer player because that's the only thing he'll wear now is just the soccer, the Man United jersey, the Man United kit. <laughs> I thought about doing something. Let me get your your reaction live on air here uh, for the Merriman Spooky Monster Bash. Setting a theme for costumes. So, for example, on the invite, it would be like costume theme is like music videos. I don't like it. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm like, the uh, reason I say no is because it's, it's Halloween and people, especially if you have it the weekend before Halloween, since Halloween's on like a Tuesday. Yeah. If you were having like a random early or Halloween party, then you could maybe get that going. Yeah. But you also are like, then that's, probably forcing people to have two different costumes because they if you're having it the weekend before halloween people are also going to be going to other halloween shit sure that's exactly my point is like some people have their halloween costume picked out like right now so. yeah. yeah okay no theme no theme no theme totally fine but if you want to do some random party throughout the rest of the year and do that that'd be fun okay. yeah like sometime like it may as a birthday party it's gonna be may it's insane or battery boys um insane okay. who had a reunion last night uh yeah, I I don't think you force a theme on anybody. Although, I will say that one of the greatest Halloween parties I've ever witnessed, unfortunately not yours, Brett, was my little brother's roommate turned their entire house into Hogwarts. And they had a full-blown Harry Potter theme party he had. I mean, it was like bananas. They had like the great hall with the candles hanging. They had moving pictures. They had, he had a cocktail book that like a potions book that then he referenced all these ingredients. So to make the cocktail, you had to go back to the reference. I mean, it took him like months and it was one of them. And so everyone Mm -hmm. dressed up as Harry Potter characters. One girl dressed like an owl and she would deliver messages to other people at the party. It was hilarious. That's fantastic. Like the entire house was a Hogwarts. It was it was unbelievable. I Damn. mean, it was also like I think it was during COVID and Zach had a bunch of time, but like I, it, it took him like four months. Wow. Yeah. I even decorating so my place commitment. sounds Randy. Shouts to James. That that took all day, and it's just like it's not that most of yeah. it was the food. I made like nine appetizers, but. I love the Hogwarts thing. Yeah. I got a, I got a Halloween game going back to my grade school. Do uh, some toilet paper mummy races. How do you do that? You ever do that? Oh, where you, it's a, two people. One person holds like a, a piece of toilet paper and you take a roll and you try to wrap the, their whole body up. And mm. whoever can, like you do face-offs. So it's teams of two. They try to wrap each other up. Gotcha. I mean, you can okay. also always like hand out prizes for like best costume and stuff. Yeah, I think I think best couple costume, best best singular. Yep. You know what Barrett did last year that I loved was bring a uh, a ring light, so people it was sort of a photo. <laughs> I forgot he did. He did like that. a kind of a photo booth situation. Yeah. yeah you had cool. a great costume last year. No, I right? didn't. Didn't you? Or am I, I'm think maybe I'm thinking of something else. No. When were you, Pretty Woman? Pretty. Except woman. for every single day. Boom boom. Oh. Gotcha. I was Pretty Woman at our our work Halloween. Ah, uh, okay. But you did Party. come to Marin You were Spooky at the Maryland Spooky Monster Bash last year, right? Yeah, I think Will and I were like bullfighters or something stupid. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we we were. Yeah. Because we we couldn't think of a costume and we were like, screw it. I was gonna dress up as a bull and he was gonna be the bullfighter or the like pam the running of the bulls guy. Mm. And then mm-hmm. I got too lazy mm-hmm. to go get a bull costume. So I was like, I'm just gonna do the same thing. <laughs> Damn. No, Alyssa came as Shania Twain in the full yes. leopard print get up. So good. There's there's been a couple really memorable costumes from the Merriman Spooky Monster Bash. Randy, obviously. Dave when he came as Armand from uh, Yeah, that was a good one. 
That was uh, a great one. Klein had a good one. He was him and Lexi were uh, like GI Joe. G- not it was like not Indiana Jones. It was like Tomb Tomb Raider. Laura Croft. Yeah, I like remember that. that. Um, Fulton was a lamp. That was fantastic. Honestly, one of my favorite couples costumes, and I, I don't even know if this like it's been too long now, but one of my friends in Houston went as her husband went as Dexter, and she went as one of the victims. Remember Dexter, mm. the show? And he, yeah. like, she was like saran wrapped. I've, I've seen one of those before. Wow. Honestly, it was a great costume. But that was like 10 years ago when like Dexter um, mattered. I'm in full think think about it mode. I don't know what I'm going to be. Same. MGK to. I think there's a chance that I'm just the mom from Home Alone and Fritz and Bane are the, the what bandits. That's a, that's a solid one. That's good. Yeah. Kevin. Oh, uh, fridge space. I'll, I'll throw that in there too. Make sure that you have plenty of fridge space. For oh yeah, have yeah, coolers, clean your fridge. coolers yeah. ice. Get your bathrooms. You know, just it's party stuff. It's how do you have a successful Halloween party? Decorate really well. Have a bunch of booze and have snacks. Good playlist too. Oh yeah, and you can kind of like because I I consciously did this last year. I started the night off with like Halloweeny stuff. And then when people are just kind of it's too loud, then you then you get low. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get low. Anyway, that's gonna do it for us today, Sally. Uh, Did you have a good time? I had a great time. No contractions. No BHs. Let's ride. Stop saying BHs. Please subscribe, rate five stars, review, tell a friend about the show. Hit the hotline number eight eight eight. 362 M A I L. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast or in this episode description. Sally, where can the people find you? Sally DeFreeze on Instagram and Twitter. I am Brett Merriman at Schmerriman on both those platforms. If you have any Halloween costume ideas, please let me know. See you guys next week. Bye.